Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1120. Six ways to improve your focus at work. By Sarah Landrum with digtofly.com. And hey again, I am Dan, your host and narrator here, and uh, welcome back to Optimal Work Daily, or welcome for the first time if you are new here, just discovering us. This is where I read the best work-related articles to you, with permission, of course, from the authors. So with that, let's get right to our post for this Wednesday as we optimize your life. Six Ways to Improve Your Focus at Work by Sarah Landrum with digtofly.com I grew up with ADD. As a child, it was a constant struggle trying to manage my attention. In high school, I forced myself to work ahead on homework through math lessons so I wouldn't get in trouble for fidgeting or talking to my neighbor. In college, I became a note taker, so I was forced to focus in lectures. Now, as someone who struggles with adult ADD, I know all too well how hard it can be to hold your focus at work. Whether I'm robotically hyper-focused on one thing or flitting around between tasks, trying to get things done can sometimes feel like listening to a radio that keeps changing channels. As a result, I've picked up a few tricks for shepherding wayward attention. Hopefully, they'll be as helpful for you as they are for me. Number one, pick one thing to do. If you can multitask successfully, more power to you, though the argument could be made that you're overestimating that ability. You can read more about that in a link in this post. But if you're like me, writing an article while fielding emails and answering texts is a great way to fail three things at once. Best skill I've learned to avoid multitasking is to simply take away the option. Pick one item off your to-do list and put the rest of the list out of your reach. I recommend a desk drawer at the bottom of the ocean. Now take that one thing and follow the wisdom of Nike. Just do it. Don't do anything else and don't stop until it's done. And on that note, two, set a deadline. Think back to college. Remember that time you had a paper due for an 8 a.m. class and you were still working on it an hour beforehand? Remember how intensely focused you were? You can tap into that focus anytime you want. Set yourself an immediate deadline, such as two hours from now. This is an amazing way to lock onto a task and you can do it over and over again throughout the day. When you set deadlines right, your schedule is nothing but a list of tasks and time limits and you blast through the day in a white-knuckle haze, like an astronaut wrangling a ship through re-entry. That feeling when you touch down on the other side of a finished day? Awesome. Three, eliminate potential distractions. This one could easily make up a whole list of its own, so I'll be as broad as possible. You need to identify anything that has even the slightest chance of interrupting you and then kill it. Phone, bury it in your bag. Stomach, fill your desk with snacks. Email, Facebook, and Twitter, check them at predetermined points throughout the day and keep the browser closed for the rest of your distraction-free day. More than that though, you need to make sure your immediate work environment is free of distractions as well. One way to do this is to get a stripped-down desk with no drawers to minimize clutter. 
Another way is to do your work from a log cabin in the Adirondacks. You do you. Four, wear headphones. I cannot stress enough what a powerful weapon a pair of headphones can be. If you work at a desk, then you're Conan the Barbarian, and a pair of headphones is your sword, shield, bow, and wisecracking companion all rolled into one. First, a pair of headphones physically chains you to your computer. Second, they shut out the world and cut off all noise. Third, they pump in noises that induce focus. Finally, there's something to be said for the ritual of putting on headphones and keeping them on until you reach your deadline. Donning headphones to tackle a task is like going to war. Taking them off when you're done is like sheathing a sword. Mission accomplished. Five, work in short bursts and take frequent breaks. A lot of jobs will give you a set amount of break time and tell you they don't care how you use it. If that's true for you, I recommend you resist the easy temptation, taking it all at once at lunchtime, and do what your smoking friends have been doing for years. Break up the day into bite-sized chunks to make it easier to manage. How often should you take breaks? Most efficiency experts advocate a break every 90 minutes, and the science backs up that number. However, a break does not mean minimizing the work stuff you have in one tab to open Facebook or Twitter in another. It means getting away from your desk and more importantly, getting on your feet. Prolonged periods of sitting will literally kill you. Nothing yanks you out of the zone like a heart attack. And six, pay attention to your brain. The most important lesson to take away from all this is to listen when your brain is trying to tell you something. If you're bored with what you're doing or get stir-crazy at your desk, that's your brain rattling the bars of its tiny skull-shaped cage. If there's anything the experience of ADD teaches, it's this. You can't ignore your brain, and you can't fight it. After all, it knows what you're thinking. But you can make peace with your brain, establish a professional working relationship, and set clear boundaries. Take one task at a time, set clear deadlines, remove the temptation of distractions, break up the day with frequent breaks, and buy yourself a good pair of headphones. You just listened to the post titled Six Ways to Improve Your Focus at Work by Sarah Landrum with digtofly.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks so much to Sarah, who is a guest writer on Dig to Fly. Sarah Landrum is the founder of punchedclocks.com a site dedicated to helping others find happiness and success in their careers, and it's become a leading career advice blog. Her work has been featured on Forbes, Business Insider, The Muse, and more. So come by punchedclocks.com to hear more from Sarah, 
And of course, thank you to Carl Stabe for giving us uh, permission to continue narrating articles from his site, digtofly.com, which means dig deep to fly high. Carl helps entrepreneurs understand their struggles and turn them into stepping stones. In 2010, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and then was laid off from his job a short time later. While those were difficult situations, he calls them blessings in disguise. And since then, he stopped doing work that doesn't fit with his passions and instead now focuses on things he truly cares about. Carl is the author of the book Bring Gratitude and has a lot to offer on his site. So come by digtofly.com for a lot more and I do have that linked in this episode's description. He's also got a podcast and you can find the Dig to Fly podcast wherever you get your audio. All right, that's gonna do it for today. I hope you have a great one and I'll be back here, of course, reading to you tomorrow. And that is where your optimal life awaits.